Felipe Autumn, we love this show. What's your opinions? We wanna know. Wawa Nakwa Chef McLean. He should be locked up. He is so vain. We wanna be famous. We wanna know what you think of Gwen, Heather, Lashana, and all of them. Anything you wanna and gotta say, we'll listen all day. Cause we wanna be famous. Na 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 Welcome back, campers, to another episode of We Want to Be Famous here on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast Network. And here's someone who you can always trust to deliver good quality podcasting, Felipe the Brazilian Dragon. And I'm not alone. I am joined by someone who loves extreme sports, if it includes staying inside and watching reality television. It is Autumn. Yes, the most extreme sport there is. Uh, just watching people be a mess on your television from your couch. I am very happy to be back. We had a little hiatus, but uh, we're back with a vengeance, and I'm excited. Yeah. Um, and we are not alone. We are joined by our first ever guest, someone who loves eating s'mores that he stole from the craft services table. It is my brother, but not your brother, Enrique. Yes, I'm only Felipe's brother. Uh, he's very lucky in that sense. But hello, great to be back. Uh, I'm excited to talk about... Um, back? Some, what are you talking uh, about? This is your first appearance on We Want to Be Famous. On, yes, on We Want to Be Famous, but on the Brazilian Jagan podcast, this is my third appearance, second in a row. And yeah, I'm don't excited. sell the man short, Felipe. Not second yeah. in a row. Okay, this is well, not your second in a row. There was a podcast in between you. Okay, but... Someone didn't refresh his podcast feed this morning. Yeah, my podcast feed is a little... She's Shout out Jimmy Neutron. Yes, yeah. I spent quality time editing the end outro music because I was like, there's a mashup in here that can be found. And let me tell you, was it rough? Yes. But <laughs> did it sound good by the end? I think so. At least part of it. Um, anyways, we are here talking about episodes 11, 12, and 13 of Total Drama Island, season one of the Total Drama franchise. We're talking about uh, who can you trust, big six training, and extreme torture i believe was the last episode um and yeah autumn first things first what was your recollection of these episodes that we just watched i uh didn't remember them at all so you know consistent with my not really remembering this show super well from my childhood like the details of it like you do um i didn't i i don't have i didn't have any recollection from childhood of these challenges or anything um they're kind of they kind of all run together a little bit. Yeah. Um, and so I think maybe that's part of the reason why. But I, I didn't I didn't really remember much. Did you? I remember individual visual elements. Like I remember Sadie throwing the apples. Um, mm. and I remember Trent and Lindsay with the blowfish. Um, I couldn't I think I could remember no, I was gonna say I remember partially like the the Lindsay heather harold finale episode part but no not really uh and then this middle episode i remember nothing of until i started watching it like that episode 
did not exist until like the moment I hit play in my memory. Um, and then when I watched it, I was like, oh yeah, I remember this now. But um, yeah, what about you, Enrico? Why'd you choose these three individual episodes? Well, the middle episode is my favorite episode of the original series. Um, was my enjoyment of the show stemmed like around the same time period that Felipe started watching it. Felipe got me into the show. And when I was a little kid, I was big Duncan fan. Duncan was my all-time favorite cast member. And thus, the Duncan-Courtney uh, arc was one of my favorite storylines um, in the original series. Um, my favorite of all the romances on the show. And this ep- that middle episode was sort of the culmination of all of that. Got to see them finally become a couple. And when I was a kid, I loved, I just loved that, just being a fan of their characters. So this was always my favorite episode, and that is why I wanted to be on it. And when it comes to the episodes that the episode that preceded it and then followed it, um, not the best episodes in the world, in my opinion. Uh, we'll get into that later, but um, definitely the middle one saves this sort of the three episodes that we're going to be talking about right now in this sort of arc of the series. Uh, uh, skip ahead fifteen seconds if you don't like harsh language, but Duncan's such a dickhead. In that episode, I don't know how he's your favorite. He no, I thought that whenever I listened to y'all's podcast from the other day, and Enrique, you said that Duncan was like your all-time favorite. I was like, okay, I mean that's a choice. He has his moments, but there's some low moments in the show too. Yeah, I mean, an elementary school boy is. I feel like that their opinion oh, yeah. on the show. It's feel like it's easy judge that very easily and i think duncan's still entertaining but yes like i can see he's definitely problematic now but still like at least he's <laughs> adding something yeah adding something interesting to the show and at least he's not he's not i'd still say that he's one of my more like entertaining characters yes uh quick quick overview any other characters stand out in your memory from this first season that you really loved that you really didn't like uh what's your stance on heather uh all these important questions heather is amazing um definitely a great villain um and brings so much to the show but i also love uh gwen lashana uh dj um i don't i did not realize how problematic owen was until this part you guys started doing this podcast mm-hmm. um but i was still owen's still entertaining um and those are my and courtney also i mentioned earlier um that's it for like at least the OG like season one cast member. Oh, Lindsay. Can't forget Lindsay. Um, but then in terms of like the characters I don't like though, absolute like hatred for Harold. And I know Felipe agrees with me on that. So Yeah, you're not alone. Him, you're on the right podcast. Yeah, so seeing him leave at the end of this these couple episodes definitely puts the series on the right track. See, I thought you had once said that uh Harold and Lashana are your favorite couple, so nope, that's yeah. that's just not <laughs> whereas I wrote in my notes Lashana disrespected herself by even talking to him. Yeah, I know I, have... I yeah. I didn't have a lot of notes, but that, that was one that's in all caps is what yeah. in the world is Lashana doing? Yeah, yeah. I have Lashana deserves better. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, so uh but we are talking about the Sadie episode first. Um everyone's favorite, finally. Uh, got her t- torch snuffed. Uh, she she rejoined Katie by the end of the episode. So let's talk about who you, can you trust. Um, and if I had to pick someone on this podcast that I trust, it's probably Autumn more than my brother. No, I'm 
I feel like I feel like my brother will try to try to sabotage me in the challenges. Oh. I mean, you deserve that after voting me out uh, for our off of our mock Big Brother game that we played. Okay. Sure. I mean, you uh, never voted. He's never voted me out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so I guess yeah, I like you made the right karma. Made the right choice. It's coming your way. Yeah. Okay. I'm so scared. Um. Anyways, uh, breakfast is leftovers. Uh, and uh, we it's Italian Hawaiian uh fusion or as uh someone else calls it garbage. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, 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 the uh, the food continues to be like what are we what are we doing? I think chef is just a loose term now. I don't think we can call like what does he actually have to be doing to be known as a chef? Maybe a chef is his first name. Oh, that's that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's probably it. But Do you know if uh, chefs from South Park is his first name is also chef. I don't know. I don't know. That just had me thinking. But um, going before we get into like the true start of the episode, I feel like there was kind of like a minor spoiler in the opening when like Chris does the recap when he says that the Gophers got to their bottom of their losing streak. And I feel like that kind of like spoils the outcome of this episode saying that the um, killer bass are going to be going to the campfire ceremony. Like I thought he said, are the Gophers done with their losing streak? Ow, ow. I, th- I, I don't remember. But... In my notes, I'm not going to lie. That... I skipped the recap uh, every time. So <laughs> no. yeah. I don't know. I, I normally skip the recaps, but just for the, like for, this podcast i've watched them and i sort of noticed that i don't know i felt like that was kind of a minor spoiler but like if you didn't re- i was probably reading too much into that i didn't catch it either like autumn i probably either skipped it or wasn't paying too much attention to the recap um but we also got some heather and gwen tension because heather is freezing uh heather might be contagious with the cold and maybe should be resting in bed that's just my opinion of this uh if if um people can sleep through challenges and stay home and like rest in that show then i feel like heather should get a pass but um she she recovers by the first challenge so she'll be fine yeah it was a quick turnaround Uh, yeah illness didn't last very long um meanwhile courtney and duncan are squabbling in the kitchen in the in the dining hall uh and i guess um you would say that's chemistry? I mean, some would say. I wouldn't say <laughs> that, uh, I guess. Is Courtney and Duncan a toxic relationship? Yes. And For I sure. always, look, here's the thing. So I am the resident Courtney stan. Yeah, um, I was curious about your episode 12 takes, but we'll get there. Well, yeah. I, I am the resident Courtney Stan, and I have said on this podcast, I apologize to Enrique for uh, slandering his boy here, but she deserves so much better than Duncan. This is not a good match. I think she's just proximity. There, He's there. That I mean, who else is she going to talk to? And that's what's happening. But she deserves much better. Yeah, options are very limited. I feel like it's like low-key Stockholm Syndrome, where like you're sort of like stuck there. <laughs> but like, I, you know... So are you I saying like Big Brother showmances are based off of Stockholm Syndrome? I mean, yeah, that's why so many of them end the second they're out of the house. Okay, but then explain like the long-term ones. Oh, but that's because it's true love. Don't, don't. Well, maybe that might explain to... Jessica and Cody. Okay, well, that's because two shitty people are together. Like, <laughs> Language, this is a clean podcast. Okay, two <laughs> horrible people are going to stick together. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, so we get introduced to our challenge. Who you can you trust? So it's going to be random pairings. This feels very bachelor. Like, um, we're going to pair you up like randomly on certain dates. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so random pairs uh, for trust based challenges. Uh, any uh, complaints for a challenge complaint corner, Autumn, so far from the first challenge? Honestly. I have complaints with all the, all the challenges that we saw in all three of these episodes. I know we're talking about the first episode right now. I didn't understand the the fundamental like rules of the challenge any any time. Uh, yeah. Really, they were very. It was very like we have these rounds, and like I, you just get points if you win. I get. I don't know. It was very confusing. I don't. They really. Uh, were taking a backseat in the challenge department um, in this arc, and I, I didn't, I didn't love it. Yeah, I was. Yeah, first off, the episode eleven and episode thirteen challenges are very similar. Yes. Like, let's be, let's be real. Like, I was like, so we're basically doing similar things. Secondly, I guess now after looking at my notes, it makes a little more sense seeing like that there was just this like rotational system, but. I was kind of annoyed that DJ and Jeff both had to go twice for their thing, and then uh, yeah, in the finale. But I guess Gwen and Lashana both went twice too. So uh, it's just yeah, it was the, weird. Their thing was a little more like cut quickly. The the finale stuff. Um, but yeah, I I do like the random pairings. Um, but I wish yeah. it was like random by randomness, not random by production interference. But this is also like a rigged show, right? Um, yeah. Any any thoughts from you? I think I enjoy the challenges where like you can still see like character dynamics play out, and it's not just them doing like activities and like just for the sake of doing them. So I feel like that was something that I appreciated about this episode. But see, I, I would I would push back and say that they weren't even doing like they weren't there wasn't even activities like in the in the Boney Island episode. I feel like that was like a good character episode despite like through the context of a long challenge but this one i feel like we were just given like random pairs we didn't get to see them interact that much besides like i guess trent and Lindsay, um and then dj and jeff at the end okay but that trent and Lindsay moment was amazing that uh, Mm, okay trent almost died i guess but when Lindsay said i thought you said took biology i never said anything about passing it that was that's an amazing Lindsay moment okay you can't deny that that's true Lindsay's hilarious, but I don't know. She almost killed someone. So, but also Chris almost ch- killed a child. So, yeah, Chris was uh, also. Can we talk about Chris being problematic when the whole Gwen Heather situation? Uh, please. Well, so let's set that up. So, in the first round, they have to climb this wall that has explosives, um, and DJ and Duncan are going against Gwen and Heather, and Heather attaches another line and rips Gwen's pa- pants intentionally. And it's not in a fun way, like SpongeBob. Um, so, yes, yeah, so you can talk about Chris now. Yeah, so when the pants are ripped off, uh, Duncan says something along the lines of, you don't get to see that every day. And then Chris, in a creepy voice, he's like, no, man, you don't. And, like, while as he's looking at a whole child's ass. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of not-so-great things that Chris does in the show. But I feel like this is, like, one of the worst moments. Um, I can't think of any other moments where he's like this creepy. I mean, and like, it was yes. really creepy to Lindsay yeah. at one episode, yeah. right? It was, was like, like 
Yeah. In the beginning, yeah, there's a there's a point where she's like, um, I can't remember what she's like wanting, but she asks like if she can do something different because she's the prettiest one there. And he's like, You're you are, you're right. Uh and then he says, like, no, she can't have whatever she wants. But he does acknowledge that. And I'm like, eh, you should probably just keep moving, uh, buddy. This is not uh great um optics for you, a grown man, to be saying to sixteen year old girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this is a bad Chris episode. Let's just be like, yeah, he, he's a bad Chris. Um, Chef did nothing wrong though, so yeah. this is Chef a good episode. For Chef. Wrong. Chef is amazing. Yeah, except cook that, the food. I guess he does that wrong. I mean, episode twelve was kind of abusive, but yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh, DJ also asked Jeff to take this very important task of babysitting Bunny. Where are you going? Oh, charging my computer. You didn't think about doing that before the podcast? No, so my computer is, like, sort of broken, where, like, if I leave it charging overnight, like, with the computer closed, I when I turn it on, it, like, I have to restart it, and, like, it turns on with, like, a weird, like, question mark folder sort of thing, so I can only charge That's it while hard. I'm using it. It's hard to explain, okay. but it basically, I can't, point is, I can only charge it while it's already on and I'm using it. Okay. Well, uh, anyways, uh, what did you did you remember the DJ Duncan Jeff Bunny arc autumn? Um, so no, I didn't really remember. Obviously, I remember Bunny, but I didn't remember like anything that happened. Here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and th- there's a lot that happens, but I didn't really remember it now. Yeah, so Jeff is tasked with babysitting Bunny. Uh. And Heather Franks Gwen, which we discussed, but uh, because uh, I believe Duncan gets distracted by that, uh, he and DJ lose, and uh, Gwen and Heather win. And uh, poor Gwen, that's like yeah. they should have blurred it. I don't know, like that is a child at the end of the day, but yeah, Gwen Gwen stays like he taking all kinds of like shots from everybody else, but like doing well in the challenges. I yeah. think that this is a theme throughout the season that we've yeah. seen. Gwen won this challenge. Gwen wins the next one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, then we go to extreme cooking, as I call it, with uh, Trent and Lindsay versus Jeff and Bridget. So they have to, uh, first things first, we get this uh, camera guy stunt. Oh my gosh, I laughed so hard. Yeah. When when the when when the I think it's like the the I thought it was like the pizza guy or it's something. The pizza guy from the other episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so the when he flips in, you it's like a very fast flip and you don't really see. I was like, what were those colors on that? Because he's wearing that green and white, like not colors yeah. that Chris wears. I was like, what is what is that? And then Chris pops up from behind the podium. I was like, oh, that didn't look like Chris. Okay. And then when you saw, and you started talking, and then when you see the pizza guy crawling away, I laughed so hard. Yeah. Um, yeah but we get, yeah, the, he crawls away, and that's that's uh, funny. That's like the punchline of the joke. Um, uh, but yeah, we get this extreme cooking challenge where the poisonous blowfish needs to be cut in a very specific fashion to not poison the eater. Um, did they get to pick who cooked, or did he... Was Chris just like Lindsay and Bridget? You cook. I mean, surely they they had to have told them who could cook, yeah. right? 
Why would they pick Lindsay? Also, Jeff was good in the last cooking challenge. So you think like Jeff would cook the the food for the other team too? Like, well, so I, I think he say that like I cooked last time. You should cook this time. Is oh, did he? Just... I didn't catch I don't that. Remember. Did he? Did he? I don't think so, or okay, I don't well, remember. But well, also, anyways, like if uh, it was up to them, why would Lindsay be chosen? Yeah. yeah. Well, so then Trent asked Lindsay, "Did you take biology?" And she said, "Yeah." Yeah, of um, course. Uh, and so then Bridget makes these cute little sushis. You have to imagine this was rough for Bridget because she seems very like vegetarian hardcore. Yeah, yeah, uh, she does. But she, but she did. I mean, they looked nice. It was a lot yeah. of sushis too. Yeah, yeah. She she did a nice job. Uh, and then uh, Lindsay made this pink mush that she puts a ketchup smiley face on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jeff enjoyed his sushi. Uh, like Bridget even pulled out a garnish on it, like at the top. Uh, but then Trent takes a bite, he swallows it, and then he starts punching himself in the face, mm-hmm. passing out on the floor, turning blue, and says, "I thought you took biology. I thought you said you passed biology." And Lindsay says, "I never said I passed biology. Uh, I said I just took it." And then he like throws up on the floor, and uh, yeah, he has to go to the infirmary. Um, yeah. So, and my brother loved this. He loves seeing this. I, I do not love seeing that. You said you thought it was hilarious. You were laughing the I, whole time. I mean, yes, because of the Lindsay part, the, the Lindsay's line. But Trent got abused. This is the second episode in a row that he's gotten injured because in the last episode, he got the um, thing Owen threw the oranges at his head. He got a concussion. Yeah, and yeah I didn't remember the, running. Like, I remember Trent got, like, put away in the in the infirmary in like two episodes back to back and then i forgot that the extreme challenge he also gets injured yeah yeah so in three or four episodes yeah um but uh yeah and then so we go we go to like a chill moment where they're hanging jeff and bridget are hanging out on the dock um they are jumping in the water and D- uh jeff puts dj not dj jeff puts bunny on the lifeguard chair um and as they're swimming um a snake slithers from the forest a pink one a pink snake and mm-hmm. chomps on bunny swallowing him whole and jeff is like oh no 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 he goes after the snake but right as he's about to approach the snake an eagle comes and eats the snake mm-hmm. um so then jeff is like oh well i gotta take care of this he goes to chase after the eagle who st- sits on the dock of the bay wasting just time. like the song mm-hmm. yeah uh and as Jeff is approaching, a shark eats piece of the dock and the eagle, and uh, then he and Bridget start stressing out because Bunny was there, and DJ is going to be sad. Yeah, this was good. I, I mean, it's not good because like the animals are being eaten. Well, I guess it's okay. It's like natural, you know, food chain stuff. But uh, I thought this was funny. I also, um, when the shark comes, well, have you guys seen Deep Blue Sea? I have not. Okay, well, never mind. For any listeners that have seen Deep Blue Sea, there's a very fit. It's not a good movie, but there's a very it's a shark movie. Basically, they're like, we got to make these sharks smart, and then they do, and then it's like scientists. They make the sharks smart, and then they make them too smart, and they like break out, and they're like killing people. Anyway, uh, there's a moment where Samuel L. Jackson is like one of the like scientists. I think he's a scientist person. I haven't seen it in a while, but he's like. things are going bad. The sharks are getting out. It's not good. And he's like giving this like very impassioned speech to, um, in their, like this place where they 
work and live and the sharks are. And he's like giving this very impassioned speech to all the people about like what they got to do. And literally, I mean, I think you should YouTube this even if you haven't seen the movie because it's it's uh it's quite something. The the shark the shark like comes out of nowhere and just eats him whole like in the middle of his speech. He just stops speaking because he gets eaten. And so that's what this reminded me of whenever the shark um ate that eagle uh at the end of the dock. Yeah. Yeah, it was a uh, poor bunny. Just pour one out for bunny. Um, yeah. Uh, so then we go over to the blind slingshot challenge. And we'll get some resolution to this bunny storyline. Um, uh, so at what point uh, is it immediately? Yeah. So uh, we go to the blind slingshot challenge. So it's actually a blind trio challenge. Like, so the blind, like, triathlon, I guess. Yeah, um, and DJ asks about Bunny, and Jeff is like telling him that like Bunny ran away, but he He's might like, come oh. back. And DJ is very sad. Um, so uh, we'll get some resolution to that later. But the first challenge is the blind William Tell. So uh, the blindfolded person will uh, slingshot uh, apples at the their partners who have an arrow on their head. And Courtney's mm-hmm. like, "Wasn't it the other way around?" <laughs> um, yeah. But so uh, it's Sling- Sadie and Courtney versus Lashana and Owen. And Owen snags it. And then Sadie continues to go. She's like, oh, I'll get it in the next one. I'll get it in the next one. She keeps yeah. hitting Courtney. Um, and Courtney's like, you're going down. And then Courtney passes out and has to go to the infirmary as well. And um, Sadie was was very confident. Like She was like, please, like let me be the one to throw the apple. Like I'll yeah. be really good at this. So she really shot herself in the foot. I guess no pun intended. But. Yeah, the fact that she won before Harold, like this is gonna bite them the next episode. But uh, yeah, this was a bad choice by Courtney. Um, uh, so then the next challenge is uh, the blind trapeze, where it's Bridget and Harold versus Lindsay and Heather. Uh, Harold and Bridget. This is the second time that Harold's helped Bridget out in a challenge. Like first things first was the deer hunter one, where he was like, "But we can shoot Heather." Um, yeah. So, uh, and then Lindsay, Lindsay does the thing where she's like, three, two, one, jump. Whoa, wait, don't jump, don't jump. Yeah, she didn't time it right. She didn't yeah. time it right. And Heather gets uh, electrocuted by a jellyfish. So she also has to go to the infirmary, which is where we see Courtney waking up and seeing Duncan with the carrot and another rabbit. And she's like, what is Duncan doing with this rabbit? Um so the final challenge is the blind toboggan race. So they're going to have to blindfold down. Uh, so it's mm-hmm. DJ and Jeff versus Lashana and Gwen. And DJ is struggling in the challenge because his mind is on Bunny. Um, and then Duncan comes and he's like, DJ, I got Bunny. And DJ's like, don't don't make fun of me. Don't, don't try me. And he opens the blindfold. He peeks. Bunny's there and he's focused. He goes, and it's a neck-and-neck finish. Gwen and Lashana are in the lead the whole time. Uh, But uh, DJ and Jeff fly over them and land right at the finish line. And they win, I think. Yeah, and uh, it was was all he needed. All DJ needed was to see Bunny. Uh, Even though, at this moment, do do we think... So does... Do they say... Because I was confused by this. Does does DJ think that this is... Like Bunny 1.0, or 
or is he like another I bunny? I have to assume it's another bunny. I don't know. Well, I, I think that, like the other people acknowledged it was another bunny, but I don't think DJ. Oh ever no, did. DJ, DJ, DJ definitely thinks DJ it's the same definitely bunny. thought it was. Yeah, bunny one point. Okay, I mean, how how much would he have loved bunny then? If you can't tell, this rabbit is different than bunny. Oh my god, I'm breaking DJ's heart right now. I mean, no, I mean he. He didn't care about Buddy that much if he couldn't tell it from another random rabbit in the wild. Yeah, but yeah, you make points. But then Chris is like, unfortunately, DJ, it's the blind toboggan race and you lifted up your blindfold. So the Gophers win by disqualification, ending their losing streak. Uh, So was Beth cursed? Yes. Yes. I mean, seems so. And yeah. also, it helps that now we're following rules. We're enforcing rules. Uh, for, for like, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm, like, like right? For the next 30 minutes, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but then we go to the campfire ceremony. Uh, we don't really get a strategy session, but uh, the, the marshmallows go in this order. Duncan, Bridget, Courtney, DJ, Jeff, and it's down between Harold and Sadie. And Harold gets the last marshmallow, which I think is going to cause some interesting repercussions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sadie is eliminated. She's like, I don't want your marshmallows anyway. And then she starts crying and Katie shows up on the boat and they're reunited and it's so beautiful. And then Courtney says in conventional, oh, when I say you're going down, it means you're going down. Um, so we can tell that uh, she is uh, she is the one behind this vote. And I think it's a strategically bad move just because like Harold is causing so much tension already. Like mm-hmm. even before the next episode, like you, you got to get rid of Harold because if there's a merge and he flips, like strategically, it's just a bad mood. Right. Yeah. Numbers are dwindling. So yeah. Any any other strategic thoughts? Like, do we just think it was like a landslide, like six one vote on Sadie? Probably yeah. because like Courtney has always been the the one that's like drives the strategy over here, and so with even fewer people to like have opinions that are not in line with that, like she probably just like yeah, let's do this, and they said okay. Okay, yeah. And that's the end of the episode. So should we get into our segments for this episode? Let's do it. Okay. Yes, go ahead. I think, first off, I don't think Sadie has a single confessional in this episode. Sadie hasn't talked in like three episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Katie Um, left and they were like, Sadie who? I don't... Exactly. But I think like Sadie was the sort of like the final filler character like in the show. And I feel like starting Mm -hmm. with this episode, like even like no, I don't like Harold. I see like him like adding like storylines and value to the show. I feel like this from episode twelve on, like every single character I feel like is essential in some way. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um. So, I guess I can go first for the Chrissy because I have one top of mind. We're gonna start with strategy. As much as we stand her on this podcast, Courtney, babe, what are you doing? Voting out Sadie here. I think that was like very reckless. And obviously I think I pick her because she was in charge, but also it bites her specifically. So um, that was not a good look for my girl. Um, So uh, what about you, uh, Autumn? Do you want to go next or do you want our guests to go next? Let's let Enrique go. I don't, I disagree. Cause I think everything you're saying is with hindsight, knowing what happens with Harold. How is there? How is Courtney? How is any of them supposed to know that Harold's gonna cheat? And also, I think when it comes to like, I can see why they would want to keep Harold over Sadie because 
we saw like in the challenge Harold is able to like help out Bridget and like help help them win like that part of the challenge I feel like challenge wise Harold brings more than Sadie so I can see why Courtney would want to keep them over uh Sadie and I think it shows that her strategic ability uh, Harold never had anything against Courtney it was all with Duncan and I feel like it's it it's not never... a knockout because of next episode. It's because if they go to emerge and there's already uh tension with Harold, he's the most likely to flip. So it's like bad gameplay anyways. It's not because of what happens in the future and she's the one leading the vote. So like, yeah, maybe someone else should have stepped in and been like, we should get rid of Harold. But she's the like alpha leader of the tribe. So I think it like reflects worse on her. That's just my thinking though. But if you want to disagree, who would you give your Chrissy to? I would give my Chrissy to Jeff because I feel like like it puts him in a bad position with the rest of the team. Like had Duncan not found another bunny, I feel like Jeff like would have been that. This is because you could argue for LVP instead of for Chrissy, but I think Jeff had like a bad move, like not taking care of Bunny seriously. And like that ruins his relationship with DJ. Um, had like that could have had serious repercussions had Bun- had Duncan not found uh, second bunny. Okay, Autumn. What about you? Where are you thinking? Okay, so uh, so I tend to agree with Enrique a little bit more on the uh, Courtney situation, um, but for my Chrissy specifically, I want to give it to Lindsay because Lindsay almost failed a contestant. <laughs> well, yeah, and she failed both of her like challenges that she had. Like she was the reason that they lost points. And um, she's not exactly like, uh, I mean, I guess she's in Heather's Alliance, I guess still, but she, she's not, she shouldn't be so reckless, I guess, because I don't think she wants to go to campfire ceremony. Um, I don't think she's far from the bottom of the pecking order. So um, anyway, so I want to give my Chrissy to Lindsay. Um, and whenever we get to the Sheffy, yeah, you can go first to the Sheffy. Okay, then my Sheffy, um, I actually want to give it to Courtney. I hear, oh, wow. I hear what you're saying. Okay, um, that it's not the best move, but one, I didn't feel like there was a ton of strategy to choose from in this episode anyway. Um, and uh, I do think I hear what you're saying that it's not because of what happens in the next episode like a like you're not thinking like this retroactively but because Harold is more likely to flip um but I don't I think in a way Sadie is also likely to flip because literally her her like defining characteristic is that she like latches onto someone else so I think ve- she could very easily like be swayed by someone on the other side and um if they are thinking along the lines of like, there are still going to be at least a few challenges left. Harold is better in the challenges, um, usually, and so uh, also she just like had a specific target and and got her out, which like a lot of times people don't do that in this show. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Kiki, who do you have as your MVP for, or not MVP, your strategic chefy? I also think Courtney. Okay, and what's your reasoning? I think I sort of just gave my reasons um, why I thought it was a good move when I was explaining why I disagreed with you, but I feel like she showed her strategic ability and being able to, like, round up the votes for the person that she wanted. She set out a target, and she made that happen. I think that shows 
uh, better, a strong level of strategic, strategic gamesmanship. So See, that's my, my point is going to go to Duncan. Uh, he uh, strategically ingratiated himself better with Jeff because Jeff looked out for him. Courtney saw his good deed. Uh, and then he like saved Bunny. So DJ is always going to be happy around Duncan. So like he secured three like good relationships. Like Bridget is going to be happy with him. So I think I think Duncan played the best this this episode. If I have to be transparent with y'all, and I was That's surprised good. I'm the only one who gave Duncan a point here. But oh, I uh, I, I have Duncan as my MVP. So that I okay. Um, how come? Explain. I think for the exact same reasons you said. Um, but because I was giving Courtney my Sheffy, I couldn't give Duncan. Uh, the credits for his strategic part, but I feel like just social wise and like for the what well being of the team, I feel like Duncan did something um better. Um, which is why I gave him the MVP versus the Sheffy. I don't understand because the Sheffy is the gameplay point, and yes, then the MVP is, also... is who we want, who we stand the most this episode. Okay, I well, I feel like MVP we stand Duncan for also for. Enrique always guy. stands Duncan. Have you not no, listened to no, anything he ever said? When we get to the next episode, we'll see that I will give yeah. Duncan some criticism. But I feel like we, uh, I don't know. The way I always think of the MVP is like on the similar lines as the Sheffy, but like not in the strategic sense. That's who I like think of when I think of the MVP. Okay. Well, Autumn, who are you giving your MVP to? Sorry, I've done I think I've given some MVPs like along that those that kind of criteria before as well. Well um, always, I feel like your thing is like you give the backup, like who you were considering for the the oh, Sheffy, your backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do do that sometimes. Um this one's not necessarily that. I wanna I wanna give the MVP to DJ because he I just I, we love DJ here. Um and he goes on this very emotional journey. Um and then uh, you know, he's kind of redeemed at the end because he doesn't realize that his bunny is dead. But, uh, you know, he's happy again. And um, I just like any DJ content. And so uh, I, I I enjoyed it. He did, he did, however, lose, disqualify them from the challenge. But, um, yeah, from a standing perspective, I, I like DJ in this one. Yeah. Well, DJ, DJ's the best. I love DJ at all times of the day. Uh, he's, I love DJ. Um, but I guess for me, I'm going to give my MVP to, oh, this is a hard one. Um, you know what? I feel bad for him. He, he, he ate that nasty blowfish and got poisoned. So just for like, I can't pay. I guess. Well, he has free health insurance because he's in Canada. But like, mm. this is my uh, feel bad for Trent moment. So I'm gonna give him an MVP because he dealt with some ish this episode. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And also, yeah. as the resident Trent stan. True. Yeah. We'll allow it. Uh, Autumn, who are you giving your LVP to? Okay, I don't want to go first because I okay. am very unsure about this, and I would like to hear you guys talk out your reasonings and who you might be considering to, to help me because I have just big question marks in my notes next to LVP. Okay, so uh, Ihiki, you can go first. Uh, can I give it to Chris? No. Do you not listen to the podcast? Yeah, we made a, we I, made a rule. 
a, a long I, time ago that he would just get it every time. So we have yeah, to. Every time? Okay. Yeah, we have to stop. Um, in that case, I give it to. I think I give it to Heather because she's not doing anything well for herself by doing that thing to um, Gwen. Um, because had it not been for the curse that they knew about with Beth, she would have been going home last episode. Had not been for the whole Cody getting injured, she would have been going home during the deer hunting episode. I feel like she's not doing anything good for herself to not put herself off the bottom um, in that sense. And I feel like that is just a bad social move that she did. Um, so that's my reason why she's LVP. Okay, Autumn, what about you? Who, who are you considering? Oh, wait, do you need me to go first? Yeah, let, let's hear. I, I, like, I like those points Enrique made, but I want to hear yours too. Okay, I'm probably going to give my point here to Jeff. Don't volunteer for a task you can't complete. Like, it, it, why do you leave Bunny on the lifeguard chair? Yes, you can go swim, but you can bring Bunny right to the edge, like, to protect him yeah. if needed. Like, um, he, yeah, I don't know. I was just like, and then be honest with the guy. Don't break his heart, but like, yeah, yeah I don't know. Jeff was a bad friend in this episode, if I'm being transparent with y'all. So uh, that's my LVP. What about you, Autumn? Okay, so... I think Jeff is probably the person I was leaning towards most. However, I am, I, I do agree. Uh, Heather, not, not a good look for Heather at all. Um, first of all, just really rude to do that to Gwen. Uh, and also, we I didn't mention it, but... I mean, I that did, is sexual assault. I mean, yes. Uh, I did uh, like, however, in the beginning of the episode when Heather said that she has a doctorate in revenge and humiliation. <laughs> um, but... She, yeah, it wasn't good. After everything that's happened in the last few episodes, like, she should be trying to ingratiate herself with the the people, and, and she's not doing that. So I actually do think I want to give it to Heather. Okay, Heather gets the point. And with that, uh, we conclude our MVPs and LVPs of this episode. Um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to see if there's any sets. Oh, so we have a leader right now owen is still the number the number one leader for lvp and then we have a three-way tie for um no four-way tie for mvp between uh lashana and duncan and trent and one other person uh i consider oh i considered giving owen my mvp for a hot second just because he like did not speak or do anything in the episode and I enjoy it when Owen is there as little as possible. Yeah. So uh, let's get into the next episode, Basic Straining. Now, Autumn, you said you didn't remember this episode at all, right? No, not really. I, it, Which is strange because it is, like, very different in the fact that, like, Chef is the one running things and not Chris. Um, but, no, I didn't really remember it at all. But it's great episode. Yeah. Yeah, um... This is the episode where uh, Chef is a drill sergeant. So we start off um, Harold and we get some underwear s'mores. So uh, we were all yeah. not thrilled right now. Like, but like leave Harold alone, but also like Harold. And stop putting his underwear in the food. This is yeah, the second exactly. time they've done this. Yeah, there's yeah. Uh, with all the pranks this episode, there's that. There's the fishing pole thing when they're holding the canoe above the head. Um, yeah. There's just a lot of um, just bad pranks, which when I was a kid, I thought were funny because uh, Harold was annoying and he deserved it. But 
it's just bad. Like we see why what happens later. And yes, if the game was set up fairly, it would have been like Harold would have been allowed to cheat at the end. But we'll get to that later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But so yeah. So that's that's our intro to the episode, and then we get Chef calling all the campers to uh the dock for a boot camp challenge and he's like the last one standing wins invincibility and all you little maggots are gonna have to work for it basically um he calls them all maggots uh, throughout the episode um yeah uh so the first challenge is a classic uh survivor challenge actually it's more of an australian survivor immunity challenge mm-hmm. yeah um, i so thought that too they have to hold up the tribe has to hold up a canoe and it's portage, remember? Isn't that the word? Yeah. It's back when they had to carry it over their head. Yeah, but they have to hold it with both hands and uh, endurance challenge, which I'm glad the Gophers won the challenge at the end of the day because Jeff cheated as well. Yeah. Like, because he took his hands off to do the fishing pole thing, mm-hmm. uh, snapping Harold's underwear, um, which I think should have been a DQ automatically, but it wasn't. Um, so yeah, I thought it was very Australian Survivor. I wanted it to do like I still uh, owe you. I need to catch up on the show. Like I finished <laughs> last well, night. I fell asleep watching, uh, or I fell asleep watching American Blood versus Water the first one, which mm, such a great season. Like very I, good, very I, good. But like I'm like, well, Autumn's gonna be mad because it's all about British Australian <laughs> Blood versus Water. It's I mean, so it takes a so when we talked about it last, the season was not over. Um, it takes a turn that's not great towards the end. But yeah. um, I, I know I know who wins. I know the final three. Yeah. I know the final four, I think. But there's um, a there's a cha- I don't know if you've gotten into it yet, but I think the it's last like thing I saw little... was uh spoilers for my brother, but uh Sandra's daughter being medical back. Okay, then I don't think you've gotten to this yet, but I am yeah. gonna mention it. Um the there's a a challenge where they um I think it's like toward the end, like right before the merge, uh team challenge where they're all like holding these ropes and they're holding like uh weights like it's it's like this where it's a team challenge but every individual person is holding was it weight. at the merge because that's how the challenge they that were, ben won by himself yeah but they were split it wasn't that's what i'm talking about but but they were split because they were in two teams and okay, because yeah there was like ben was like the last one on the and red it was team. like it was back when alex was there and his that like exacerbated his back pain i think okay yeah because there's like eight people left on blue yeah and, and, he was and by they like all dropped yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was a so great moment. Yeah. I wanted something like that to happen in this, but it didn't. Yeah. Well, so this one is different because instead of like it being the group dynamic that relies on, uh, it's like Lindsay is the first one to tap out and then the she's out for the day and that's the yeah. end of the challenge. Very strange. Uh, but so yeah. So then we get to uh leftover trash for dinner, um in the trash bags. Uh, I like that Owen picked up some trash and, and blew it off first before he ate Owen's it. Owen's nasty. I could give him my oh, LVP yeah. for um, just just eating garbage food. Um, what are you, a raccoon? Yeah. I did hear, I did hear, was it Nicole Byer who said that she's a movie raccoon? She just loves consuming <laughs> trash. I don't know if it was Nicole Byer. Someone said they were a movie raccoon. Then we're TV raccoons, I think. Yeah. Oh, that might have been a TV raccoon. Yeah. I don't know. It oh, just reminds I love me Nicole Byer so much. There's a thing in Parks and Rec when there's the Eagleton Ron. And he talks about how he's a freak. He's trying to go freak and vegan, which means that he only eats vegetables that have been thrown out in other people's ba- like garbage bags. Yeah. And like that's oh. what it reminded me of when Owen. That's Sam Elliott, right? Wasn't he yeah. the one who said that like when the power of the dog was being successful in like categories stuff? She, uh, he was like, 
yeah, uh, you can't have gay cowboys because that's not authentic to the like experience of being a cowboy. And I'm like, Sam Elliott, aren't you from San Francisco? What do you know about being a cowboy besides like playing one on TV? Yeah, that was Sam Elliott. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> someone, uh, someone made a Fievel meme about that. Uh, Fievel from the American Tale. Uh, anyways, um, at the kitchen, it's they're all fending for scraps, and Duncan and Jeff try to offer a peace offering to Harold. Uh, a nice cold glass of apple juice, uh, and it ends up being kitchen grease. And Courtney is kind of defending Harold. So let's track this because I know he's trying to get at Duncan, but Courtney was stepping up for him here in this moment. Yeah. So like, what the hell, man? Yeah. And also, like, I, I don't, yes, what the pranks they're doing to Harold are bad. And I'm not victim blaming here. However, yes. it's been going on long enough. Don't you think Harold should, like, know, like, maybe don't ingest things that these people give me? Right? Like, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame yeah. on No, fool me once, whatever it is. Like, yeah, basically, no. shame on Harold. Shame on Harold. Yes. Shame on Harold, indeed. Um, Keith, do you have any thoughts on this? He okay. His like yes, Courtney was defending him. I think in his mindset, he probably thinks that like with Duncan, they're guaranteed to lose another challenge, which means he's gonna go home again. And he probably thinks he can like get away with it two times in a row. And he thinks that yeah. by getting rid of Courtney, no, they're this still logic like, does not have a make chance sense to me because this it harms. It harms. No, I agree. I agree. I'm saying like this is probably this is. I'm trying to think in the flawed logic mind of Harold. He probably the only logic that, that there is is if there he thinks there's a merge next. That's but the then only... why would he want to keep Duncan then? I'm thinking he probably doesn't think there's a merge like the merge. Then why not just get rid of Duncan first? Like who cares? Because he probably thinks that they're gonna lose again, and then he's he probably doesn't think he can get away with cheating twice. So he'd rather get rid of Courtney, increase the chances of winning the next few immunity challenges, and then like that way he doesn't have to worry about going home. Like he'll make it to the merge. I don't see a challenge that Duncan is more competent than Courtney. Like I'm a I'm a I know, but he's probably Harold we know Harold's sexist. So and, or we know he's at least racist, That's so true. he's probably sexist too and thinks that points were made. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to sit on this and think it over a little more, but we're pressed for time. So, um, unfortunately, I can't. Uh, so, Duncan then uh, argues with Courtney. Uh, so, she, yeah, she's stepping up for him. I wrote in my notes, Duncan's being obnoxious as hell. Also, can we talk about this essay? 300 words is nothing. No, it's nothing. But when you're, like, even when it was 16, 300 this words is, is nothing. This is a but, like, BS essay. So, like, Swear words incoming. This is an essay that you can bullshit the hell out of. You just say, Chef, I love the food that Chef cooks. Like, I love the assortment of, like, he. one day you can have fish and one day you can have chicken. And you don't know what's in it, but Chef makes it yummy. Like, And honestly, so it's Duncan, that's what Duncan did. And he, he, like, broke the challenge when he just well, wrote very. Yeah. But, like, that's, like, lazy. You have to be a little creative. Okay. Like, I mean, like, I thought it was pretty clever. This is someone who, like is like my my claim to fame was like i could write a essay in a night uh but like so this is easy it's like a piece of cake 300 i probably wrote 300 words in my notes so like that's that's not a lot of words if you actually think about it it's a page i guess it's harder when you're writing them with a pencil and not typing them but still not very hard to count but like 
Yeah. Guesstimate. Like if, yeah. if 10 words per sentence, that's like 30 sentences, right? No. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, Duncan's being obnoxious and he's instigating can I, can things. I just really quickly? Uh, yes. I just went on a word counter to count how many words my notes are and I got 705. So it's easy. There you like, go. Yeah. Definitely easy. But so, I thought it was funny when Duncan's. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that was, that very, was not very, being was obnoxious. Funny. But like he's trying just patience and you don't want to piss Chef off. Yeah. Like piss Chris off. Like I'm not scared of Chris. But Chef was a military man. Like we assume, actually. We actually don't get his back. Or he said he's in the war. He's telling the he's story. He's a rapper. We know that. Yeah. Yeah. Or a DJ. I mean, Chef would eviscerate me with his words. So I am I am staying mm-hmm. away from pissing him off. Like he will make me feel he will make me be in therapy for two hours one week instead of one. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. like one hour will just be spent on Chef. Um, but yeah, he continues instigating things, angering Courtney in addition to angering Chef. Um, so this is like Courtney's afraid that they're gonna get disqualified again. When they have the numbers, it is six six right now, so it is like crucial time, gameplay wise. Uh, and we get this mud obstacle course. Uh, just to mention, uh, Trent and DJ are both eliminated because they fell asleep. Poor Trent. <laughs> like, what did he do? Yeah, this is. I mean, uh, Trent stays taking L's in this yeah. episode arc. Why we got to give him the MVPs? Trent also was one of the, like the final five during the. Um... Sleepathon challenge. I mean, like, the man is recovering from an illness. That like, is true. He's that is true. Lindsay yes, almost he was I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we get this mud course and they're all going. And Duncan reaches the end and he kisses Chef on the nose. He boops him. Um, and Chef has had enough. And Jeff is like, bro, that was too much. And Duncan is given 24 hours solitary confinement in the bait house um and yeah so that's that's where he stuck for the night and he it, it's not that spooky i feel like it could have been spookier like, i mean i thought it was pretty scary because i'm like really scared of sharks i would not want to be there for 24 hours because it feels like it would be cold more than anything yeah but as we see nobody was even monitoring him in there yeah he could have escaped so uh, but, i mean courtney courtney go she's like i'm gonna go check on him with some food and uh she brought over some grub um and they bond and they giggle and they're like why don't we just like steal food oh and my notes have dj not duncan my bad probably dj is such an easier name to write than duncan like it's two letters not six mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, they steal food from craft services um and uh chris and chef are bonding over some war story that chef is telling uh, and then they steal food for the entire for the entire camp, which I feel like strategically they should only steal for the killer bass, but yeah. And also, <laughs> did you notice? Um, this made me laugh very hard when they were in the fridge. When they got the fridge, they like put up like there was like that fish and stuff. There's a milk carton that has Ezekiel's face on it, and I was like, I did not catch what? That. Did yeah. he leave and he's missing? He he ran away from it. He didn't make it home. What? Maybe maybe that's how he got cast. Maybe that's how they found him. Maybe it's a family business, like. Like he's no, he's homeschooled. Or do you think they kidnapped him and that's oh, (laughs) Oh, this is gonna be dark. (laughs) Do you think his dad, quote unquote, kidnapped him and that's why he's on the milk carton? Wow, I mean, maybe. And and they just were fine with it, like all the total drama people were like, okay, 
I don't know. I thought I was like, why is he on here? It's either it's dim or it's very dark. <laughs> Talking about the food really quickly. Um, I know Felipe watches Community, but Autumn, do you watch Community? I have seen Community. Okay, there's during during Abed's uncontrollable Christmas at the end when like they do the Troy and Abed skit at the end of each episode. Um, like they talk about like how cartoon they like try cartoon food and how it tastes so good. Like this is one of those examples where like you see cartoon food and it just looks amazing. Like uh, some of like those brownies that like mm. Courtney had yeah, too much of those. S'mores. Or the I don't know what they were, but they look delicious. I That's the other thing about cartoon s'mores. food. Like it will often look good and you don't know what it is, like exactly what it is, but still yeah. looks good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think what's the best cartoon food I've ever seen. That pizza from uh, a goofy movie. Ooh, yeah, that is pretty good. That's a good that, one. That's a good shout. Um, yeah. And then the his friend with the with the easy cheese. <laughs> yeah, the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. Yeah. Uh, stand out. That pizza stood out. Yeah, it did. <laughs> and it seemed me eye to eye. Uh, anyways, uh, Courtney um, overdoes it. It felt very much like under. We talk about this in the Jimmy Neutron movie, but like undertones of they're drinking and there's like it's the food is substitute for alcohol and she's like mm-hmm. one more one more i don't feel so good afterwards um but yeah she she goes to throw up and then duncan and her kiss which i'm like so bad yeah no they're gross yeah um and harold watches from the window like a creep he's like um you know he enjoyed it too that's the worst part <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I literally can't. Like, I was like, like not only one, like I've said, Courtney deserves better, but this was like, she threw up, and then like, not even a minute later, kisses this man, and n- n- neither of them say anything about it. Duncan's like, okay, that's fine. I yeah, don't, I don't understand the logic there. It's gross, but anyways, uh, the final three on both teams are Duncan, Courtney, and Jeff versus Heather, Gwen, and Owen, which um, are is is a cool combination of people. Uh, and then, uh, we get to, uh, it's a hang up, hang upside down challenge, which I believe they have done in real survivor a couple times, like, uh, uh, in Panama, I think it's called the bat hang where they have, to oh, yeah, and I like... think they did an Australian survivor season one. Cause I remember Nick was doing it. Yeah. Um, I forgot. I, about really, that. You're no, right. I, I think I've seen the clip. I haven't, I haven't watched Panama, but I know the clip of Shane trying to bargain for food with Jeff during the yeah. challenge and then the but that one's jet. like kind of a koala thing and then they mm-hmm. like let go halfway so like i guess yeah but um but yeah so courtney's being obnoxious at this point i'm like no courtney this is annoying like mm-hmm. you can't like now you're threatening the team's safety you're threatening your own safety this is bad gameplay uh and uh it's gwen versus jeff at the end and gwen wins so shout out gwen um and we go to the campfire ceremony and it should be a slam dunk five to one vote, but here here's the order of the marshmallows: uh, Duncan, DJ, Bridget, Jeff, leaving Harold and Courtney, and everyone thinks it's going to be Harold, but no, Harold gets the last marshmallow. Courtney is sent off, and Duncan and Jeff and DJ are all standing up. And it's like I know for a fact there are four of us who did not vote Courtney, so it's basically like Bridget and Harold versus the world, I guess in his mind. Um, but we see that Harold stuffed the ballot box, um, and Duncan gave Courtney a skull like a wood carved skull um do we think that like is this legal no but do you think they should have like how do you feel about this because i know it's a cartoon it's a scripted show at the end of the day but 
How do we feel about this? Okay, Autumn, first let's go with you first. Okay, I guess you can go first. No, go ahead, Enrique. Okay, I just want to, before, I won't give my full thoughts, but I just want to complain about the continuity of the show. In a later episode, um, we get to see, like, Chris shows them, like, who everyone voted for, and it's a verbal vote. And, like, it's been a verbal vote in the past, so I'm confused how there's a ballot box if, like, mm. That well, in the past episode, we didn't see it was a verbal like they they were like explaining conventional. But I feel like in the in a future episode, we'll see them actually putting things in the ballot box, like a vote, like or a photo of the person they're eliminating. Right? Isn't that something? No, that's in wait, that's in different seasons. I no, know. no, I'm pretty sure there's one this season, and I'll talk about it in the spoiler section. But like, I know for a fact there's one episode in this season where they show like the verbal vote. Yeah, no, they like that. Like I remember in a previous episode, like, Lashana's like. Well, Beck did have the idol, and then Owen, or like they were talking about Cody. I'll, as well, I'll, but, I'll mention. I'll bring it back during the spoiler section. Well, you won't be here for the spoiler section. Oh yeah. Section. Okay. Um, but like, yeah. Anyways, Autumn, what did you think? So, uh, yeah, very bad. Also, hate that it uh, came at the expense of Courtney. So um, let's talk about let's talk about the strategic purposes. I know we touched it on it earlier, mm-hmm. but why Courtney? He's like, I let's see how you like it when somebody messes with your love life. That's the quote. So, but why Courtney, and why not just get rid of Duncan right there? Right. Because you uh, embarrass Duncan more by getting him out. And, no, and Courtney has stood up for you. Yeah. You there's know. no retaliation from Duncan later. Like, I would be scared if. Yeah. I do think. I do think. Yeah. The the choice. Um, like props to Harold, I guess, for like doing what he had to do to get out who he wanted to get out. But I don't think that. Courtney was the correct choice. Also, like, yes, Duncan is, like, um, pretty good physically in a lot of challenges, but I think Courtney is even more important in the challenges most of the time because she She has can lead. She plan. can do, like, the trivia. If they have trivia, she can do, like, the non-physical stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is just a bad mood. I think he should have just gone for Duncan. If you're going to take a shot, take a shot at the big one, unless there's, like, worry about an idol, but there's no idols in this game, so... Mm-hmm. Like just take a shot at the big dog and deal with the rest later, because like then maybe Jeff and DJ go easier on him, right? Yeah, but anyways, let's start. Let's start with uh, the strategy points. Uh, are we rewarding this as strategic behavior? I want to know what you think. Like, is this a good strategic move, or does is he not even considered because he broke the game and like we can't even consider him? Oh, he broke the game. I, I feel like it shouldn't be considered. But also, like even with that, I feel like there's barely any strategy within this episode. So it was very hard to give a yeah. uh, Sheffy. So yeah. I, like, I ended up just giving a Sheffy to the person that I think like did the, like, so I use sort of just the similar logic with that I used with the chef, with the. Enemy okay. Yeah. So Enrique, chef. do you want to start with the Chrissy and the Sheffy? Yeah. So I'll be real quick. Uh, Sheffy, I gave it to Gwen. I feel like she carried, um, she got the victory for the team. That's like the only like thing I can really point to. Um, and then the Chrissy, um, since we're not talking about like the, cheating i feel like i would give it to harold um harold's gonna be my lvp and i'll get into that later but i feel like strategy wise duncan just like with the challenge does not do himself any favors um with his talking back to so you're um, giving harold the chrissy no i'm giving harold the lvp and duncan the chrissy okay that was like duncan's right there um i gave gwen my chefy as well for similar reasons like she won the challenge she like is in a great spot strategically. Like, I don't think there's any scenario pre-merge where Gwen's going home. So that's another reason. So Autumn, do you have a different Sheffy? Uh, well, okay. So I, if I need to change this, I will. 
but I put Harold because I didn't know if Ooh. we were allowed to like, you know, like he broke it, but he didn't. But if there were no repercussions from the show, then the show said, okay, we're, we're okay with this. And that, by, that's valid. And yeah, by that logic, like he made, he like went above and beyond to get his target out again, similar to the last episode. Like, was it the best target? Probably not, but he did a lot more than the other people in the episode. Yeah, no, that's valid. Like, I don't think like we can like completely discard him, but like, I don't want to reward that. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad that it'll only be one of us then giving it it to him. Like, Um, it's kind of like him playing a super idol kind of. Yeah. Or like an idol, like blind setting, but yeah. Uh, so, uh, Autumn, who are you giving your Chrissy to? So my Chrissy, uh, is going to Duncan because, uh, for like, like going too hard at at chef and stuff and then also um like distracting courtney like that and getting her like off the rails and not realizing how it would not be good for like the team's overall performance um and then also like it, it, it his actions with harold led to courtney getting voted out so yeah well, I don't want to kick her while she's down, but Courtney jumped off at the final when she was in the final three and then got voted out because of it. Oh yeah. I, I would have given it to her if I, but I was like, I think that I I don't want to always person that, that gets voted out, but so that's why I didn't, but yeah, that's. Oh yeah. We're technically not supposed to do that. Right. But, but but for this, I I think it'd be valid. Special circumstance because like she like specifically, did that right like yeah she, like and also technically she wasn't voted out she was voted out but she that's wasn't true. so it's like true. she put herself in a position where the game like fought back so i feel like this is a special it's circumstance but uh in terms of mvps and lvps what do we got fam enrique tell us your your mvp because we know your lvp already yeah i have also like again not that much going on in this episode that wasn't duncan Courtney related, so I have Gwen getting my MVP as well. Okay, uh, that that's a cute moment. Uh, and then Harold's your LVP, right? Yes. Hey, uh, Autumn, do you have any top of mind for you or no? So I, for my MVP, I gave it to Gwen because I think that I mean she's really like I felt like this is when she cements herself as like challenge beast. You know, yeah. she's like really winning challenges for her team. Um, so yeah, MVP goes to Gwen. For LVP, I gave it to Jeff. Uh, because why is he still like he's still like going along with all these pranks uh, that we don't love and last time there was like a big prank Harold story I gave the LVP to Duncan I'm pretty sure and yep. uh, but we and talked about Jeff yeah so I want to I want to share the hate for and give some to Jeff yeah no very very valid and uh Honestly, uh, I'm going to give my MVP to Courtney because despite her playing awfully, I think she deserves some love. Like, this was a Courtney breakout episode. I think yeah. she started annoying me by the end, but, like, I loved the, everything else she was doing. And then LVP, um, hmm, I'm trying – this is a hard one because I feel like it's – I mean, yeah, Harold broke the game, and I can't stand by that. So I guess I'm going to give it to Harold, even though, like, Generally, I'm kind of on his side this season, surprisingly. Um, yeah. But yes. So that is the end of this episode. Uh, we do have to have someone leave us. So let's just get their guest. Should we MVP vote? Should we vote him off? Should we, I mean, should we, we can. Yeah. Marshmallows. 
Yeah, he no, we get the marshmallows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But Enrique, before you go, who is your uh any quick thoughts on extreme torture and who you'd give your points to for those episodes? Yeah, I'll be I'll try and be quick. Um so for main notes, um first off, um there's a point where Lindsay calls Duncan Doug and I just love like the trend of Lindsay not calling anyone by their correct name except for Heather. Yeah. Um and then um, I like how we get to see, like, with the whole Bridget-Gwen storyline, how we get to see clips from them, like, just the campers hanging out outside of the challenge setting. Um, and then um, what else? Um, Owen stays being gross in this episode by, like, saying, like, why, why would you want to shower? Like, talking about that when he is disgusting. Um, there's the censorship in the episode. Where they like they censor yeah. uh, Bootylicious as an apple, um, in the original area to say "kick butt" attitude, in the U.S. Um, just the whole censorship in the show is weird. Like I'm gonna freaking die versus I'm gonna totally die in the like premiere. I feel like there's a lot of weird stuff like that um, going on. And then again, I mentioned at the top of the episode, uh, Lashawn Lashawn deserves better. Um, but then in terms of my chefy. Um, and my Chrissy, I feel like strategy-wise, there wasn't a whole too lot going on in this episode. Um, but I think we could just give it to... Um, even though it didn't work, I feel like the strategy... like It didn't work the way she intended it to, but I guess we could, I would give it to Heather. Just for like coming up with the idea of cutting the thing off to get rid of Harold and to guarantee the win for her team. And then Sheffy, uh, give it to Harold because, like, he doesn't do anything to, like, I know we're not supposed to give it to the people that were voted up, um, but. I'm confused. Uh, who are you giving your Sheffy to and who are you giving your Chrissy oh, to? Oh, no. Chrissy. Sheffy twice. Chrissy, my, I meant to say Chrissy goes to Heather and Sheffy. Well, no, Sheffy goes to Heather. Chrissy goes to um, Harold. Because Bye, he Heather. Do, um, I just explained, but. Uh, Basically. No, because like, I got confused because I was like trying to okay. process as a Chrissy. She at least makes a like active effort to make sure that to guarantee her team the win by trying to cut off Harold from the rope. And even though it doesn't work the way she intended it to, it is successful in some respect. Yeah. And the Chrissy to Harold, that feels cheap. Okay, whatever. Um, and then MVP, give it to uh, Lashana because even though we, she deserves better than Harold, at least she is finding love and she deserves it. She deserves to be happy. And also she gets to fight Heather at the end, which um, we all know she wanted to do or she has wanted to do. So she gets a happy ending in this episode. Um, and then LVP um, Owen for the reasons I said oh. earlier. Okay. Yeah. Um, any plugs from you? Uh, no plugs. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of the, the podcast for um, this series. And I can't wait for, um, Autumn to get to action and to world tour for the, Me the first reactions. Yeah. Uh, and then what, what is something people should check out that isn't like that's on TV or in the movies or something that they should watch that you like? Uh, I just finished Moon Knight and I will say it is definitely my favorite of the MCU shows. Um, so I don't know. That's about it. I, Felipe knows I am horrible with, catching up on tv the finale for survivors tomorrow and i just got to the first jury member rip chanel my winner pick 
Oh man. Um, also, my winning pick. R.I.P. Like Chanel. Excuse me. This is a Daniel Strunk stand. I know. I agree. We love Daniel, <laughs> but <laughs> Chanel was my winner pick during the premiere. Uh, so. Daniel was on this season. You had an invite to his premiere party, and you said no. Yes, because I had other stuff, and I that you that didn't was... end up doing. Yeah, he was he yes. was busy standing Chanel. He couldn't come. <laughs> no, we, I know we still stand Daniel Strunk. But um, anyway, no, the person uh, we stand the most is Marianne. No, no, no. The person we stand the most is Daniel Strunk. No, I'm talking about the people <laughs> that are still in the game. People that are still in the game. He's still in the game in my heart. Okay, okay. Well, anyways, thank you for having me, uh, Felipe. Great talking with you, Autumn. And yeah, thanks for coming on. This was fun. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Yeah. So, Autumn, I want to know. Uh, you didn't remember episode thirteen at all. I did not remember episode 13. Like, pr- like really not at all. Yeah. No, for sure. I This one was definitely a blur. Like, I did not remember any of the challenges. Mm-hmm. I guess if I had to remember something, I vaguely remember something with flags that I actually thought was in the first episode that we watched. Mm-hmm. Um, some sort of, like, ski thing. But um, I didn't remember the love letter. I didn't remember the anything i do think in hindsight like the games for this week that like i remember playing online uh the first one was uh i don't remember i have to i think the first one was something with like climbing the wall if i had to guess um and then the second episode the computer game was uh the chef dance sort of oh like we we didn't really talk about the like dance yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, and then the third one was, I think, them landing, like, the the trampoline or the springboard bed. Uh, you had to, like... Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that's probably, like, my only recollection of this. And I remember Harold went home, but um, I didn't remember any of the, like, way that we got there besides... The yeah, thing, even, honestly, like, even when we sat down to start this podcast, I like, scrolled through my notes. I was like, I don't even remember this episode from when I watched it. Yeah, is this like, the worst episode we've ago. seen so far? Like the most forgettable episode. I, I mean, it's if not, I would have to think really hard. Um, if it's not number one, it's close. Like this batch of episodes, I really didn't remember much when I first sat down to watch these episodes the first time we were trying to record. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so yeah, I feel like everything else I could remember some specific moments from, but these three really don't like speak to me stand out to me in the way that the other ones have previously yeah i think it's kind of a slog because like we're like almost to the merge but not yeah. quite. yeah and... it's like that that final pre-merge stretch do you think there should have been a swap besides yes. izzy and katie <laughs> yeah like a proper swap yeah i think that yeah. would have been great um i would have yeah. especially liked like Lindsay to be on a different tribe than heather um i would like i i wonder you know what her dynamics would have been with people if she wasn't so tied to Heather. Yeah, so I don't think I recall a swap in any of the first three seasons mm. um, to my recollection, but I'm not positive. So we'll figure that out. Um, but first things first, let's talk about episode 13. Um, Extreme Torture is the name of the episode. So uh, Chris crashes a plane in the first minute of the opening uh in his rebel but, pilot outfit again yeah he looks yeah he looks like he's an ex-fighter yeah. um from star wars but uh he explains how the challenge is extreme sports challenges 
Um, so there's gonna it, this time he also explains the entire concept of the challenge like every single round at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I think this is in request. I, fulfilling Autumn's request to explain what the rules are at the beginning, but also then I forgot by the time we got to the other stuff. I was yeah. like, this is like a lot of expo dump and it kind of took a while to get through. Yeah, it um, definitely, like I I felt like there were shades of this even in the first episode we watched. I remember when he was describing how the climbing challenge worked. I was yeah. like, what is this man even saying? I don't even know. Just just let him go and I'll figure it out, I guess. Because I didn't, I didn't know. And I think it was like a lot of that. Exactly. Yeah, that that's, was my sense as well. Um, but <laughs> pour one out for my guy because up first we got Trent versus DJ in the skydiving challenge. Yeah. Um, I did notice that like um, everyone, like this was a very intensive challenge for everyone. Like in the in the skydiving, everyone was moving to bed except for uh, Owen. But like both teams had all their members with again imbalance number right. wise but right. like if they're just moving a couch i don't think it's like yeah especially if owen who is like the strongest person is not pushing the couch yeah then it kind of balances it out i guess trent should sue owen for uh he should damage um trent should actually sue the show Everyone. Lindsay owen like he yeah. can make some money um yeah. but yeah so uh then uh yeah so dj gets the point because uh they he lands on the springboard uh we also get this love letter drama as the b plot that so gwen and bridget find a love letter poem in the cafeteria and it is a haiku um so it which we never even they never even read the whole haiku do they i don't I think they so. read like one line and that was it. And they're like, oh, it's a haiku. Yeah. Um, but then like, they were like, uh, like immediately they were like, oh yeah, Trent, Jeff, they're both great. And then immediately they're like, well, Jeff doesn't know how to spell, but Trent isn't like, he's like a hipster wannabe poser. Yeah, like, doesn't even write like, his own songs. They were just like going at each other. I was, I was like, what happened to the girl power? I know. I wrote in my notes, wow, this Gwen Bridget conversation really escalated quickly. This did not pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not at all. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah. So they're like, "Well, it's my guy, my guy," and then they like spend the whole competition being like, "Would you say something is haikui?" Uh, and I think the plane challenge happens after that. So Gwen goes up to the plane. Um, I think it would have been hilarious if Trent crashed, and then Gwen was like, "Oh, that's a little like poetry, right, Trent?" <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so DJ gets the point. Um, then we get to extreme rodeo riding, which is Jeff versus Lashana. So they have to get on Bucky the Moose, mm-hmm. who likes to buck people off. Uh, and if they get bucked off, they fall in this pile of dirty socks. Um, yeah, which is like, I the, the pile of dirty socks was large for socks, but it wasn't like, like, I I don't know how they were. It's would, not a cushion. Yeah, like, how, well, how are they going to police where they fell? I feel like they could very easily have fallen on the ground. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but, and he just somehow lands, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he smells awful for the rest of the episode. Yeah, because he's standing up on the moose. Yeah. Like a dummy. Well, he's also, so he's like, oh, Bridget, you want to see my tattoo? And he, like, shows, yeah. like, he has a tattoo on his butt. And then yeah. 
he gets yeeted. And then there's this like moment where Chris was, Chris was like, wait, rewind, rewind. Something very important came yeah, it's up. like Cusco. Yeah. And he's like, who did this to my hair? It's all messed up. And Jeff is flying over naked. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he, Chris probably fired that person. Chris, Chris broke the fourth wall in this episode. And also I think it was the first episode. Like he's really doing a, yeah. He was ahead of Jeff Probst, really. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Jeff Probst did it in the first season. Okay, you know what? You're right. That, you're, that's, true. that's true. So I was listening to TOS recently, which uh-huh. is a Survivor audiobook, and they, there was even like some joking, like, Jeff should do that again. I was like, no! <laughs> that's funny. Um, but yeah, so uh, Lindsay uh, and... Oh, so, yeah, so uh, Jeff and Lashana, Lashana scores the point. And then Gwen and Bridget make up. They're like, well, it's not either of us. Yeah, it de-escalates just as quickly. Yeah, but then they try to determine who the love letter is about. So they're like, okay, it could be about, it could be from DJ, it could be from Harold, it could be from Duncan, and it could be from Owen. And they're like, oh, well, it's not Owen, Um, and it's not Harold. Uh, So... Dunk Courtney's gone, so they assume it's from DJ, I think, at the end. Um, yeah, they're just they were like they they try to like break up, like one of them took DJ, one of them took uh, yeah, Duncan. Owen, they were gonna yeah. try to like figure it out, but yeah, that uh, that's that's what they're planning on doing. Um, so uh, yeah, so then uh, we get Lindsay versus Harold in this extreme flag race with Duncan and Heather driving, so um, Heather's up first. Harold's in the mud, and she tries to, like, steer him off course, but Harold's very good at this. Uh, and then... Which he's Heather- not even wearing skis. He, yeah. He's, he's, like, dragging... Like, his whole body's dragging in the mud. He's yeah. still all the flags. Yeah, I think Heather, like, tried to, like, speed start it, so she wouldn't yeah. have... To, yeah, but... Uh, well, it doesn't matter, because then she goes to, like, cut the line so he doesn't cross Smart. with her. Because mm-hmm. you have to cross or you get DQ'd. Um, yeah. And then a tree branch goes, pops the top of her shirt, rips it in half, mm-hmm. and she unintentionally flashes Harold. And yeah. Harold is shook. Very. And lets go of the line and crashes. Crashes to a rock. Yes. And, he's, and then he crashes like, boobies. Yeah. Yeah. Which this is what also what Enrique was talking about. Like they did censor this yeah. on, on, cause I had the subtitles on. It was weird because I, I, I had the subtitles on. And so uh, the subtitles would say whatever the original, like every time they censor something, the subtitles said the original thing. But like, but you were watching on YouTube, right? Or were you watching? No, on I was Netflix? on Netflix. Okay. Mine yeah. didn't censor, but I like, really? It said boobies. Uh, like so uh, there was a couple times they said boobies, but like the first few times, like right here, what, when you're talking about it, he says booyah, which is weird thing oh. to replace it with. Um, but like the subtitle still said boobies, which is strange. Yeah, well, he definitely says it at the end for sure. Like he says mm-hmm. boobies yes. there. But and yeah. that part wasn't censored, so I don't know what the criteria was for when it got censored and when it didn't. Yeah, um, but then we get Lindsay's turn, and Lindsay... Uh, is so excited to wear her bathing suit. Um, and so good at water skiing. Yeah, I mean, she looks like she comes from privilege. <laughs> so. Yeah, she like goes to the 
the lake. Well, I don't know if she was in o- if she lived in Oklahoma, then she would be. They would go to the lake. I don't know yeah. if it depending on where she lives in Canada, they might go to a better body of water than a lake. But yeah, yeah. But uh, she goes and uh, she she's very determined to win because she wants the shower. Yes, which we which- didn't explain. Yeah, that's like the the. There's a reward also with this um, immunity or invincibility, yeah. but which I was confused about because I thought there were showers in the communal bathrooms. Or yeah, but this like one is a state of, This is like the shower truck mm-hmm. that okay, like okay. that looked fancy. Um, that Heather was very excited about as well, but Lindsay was most excited about. Yeah. Um, and uh, Duncan tries to get her off course, but she succeeds. She wins the challenge for the killer, and not the killer bass, screaming gophers, and sending uh, back the killer bass tribal council to the campfire ceremony. Um, but before we do, we find out Lashana was the one who uh, the card was about, the love letter was about. And, and uh, Bridget and Gwen are shocked, which... Why would you be shocked? Um, anyone would be lucky to be with Lashana. Exactly. Except for Heather. I mean, Harold. Like, I mean, he's lucky yeah. to be with her, but... He is lucky, but I mean... Yeah. Um, so we go to the campfire ceremony. Uh, Bridget, DJ, Jeff, and Duncan gets the last marshmallow. There's only four bass left. Harold is eliminated. And Harold says... He goes to the doctor's stream. He's like, I laughed. I loved. I saw boobies. And uh, Lashana's like... They're, they're like shocked they're like he loved and it's like Lashana and they kiss and in my notes I have Lashana disrespects herself um, yeah. by kissing Harold um, and then he is dragged away on the boat of losers and then she's like wait, wait, wait. he saw boobies and then, yeah. uh, he she turns sees Heather coming out of the shower and she goes to fight her and, and at first the other people are confused too they're like is he talking about you Lashana yeah and they hated this and owen owen said well can we see which was awful yeah owen what is after wrong being with gross you? talking about the showers the whole episode too like how he didn't need to shower he probably needed to shower the most him or harold oh yes actually jeff but yeah um oh, yeah. so yeah that's the end of this episode this episode was not that great honestly i feel like no. that was probably the weakest episode we've seen so far in my opinion yeah it's it was not not good um yeah these episodes like the middle one was kind of a rejuvenation but like these these stretch right. episodes and this is like a, an example of a week where i'm like glad we're doing these in chunks yeah yeah if we had to do each of these like one by one it would be i mean the podcast would be like 15 minutes long yeah um but yeah let's get into some strategy points so uh we got we got excuse me So I gave, for my Sheffy, I was on the same page as Enrique um, because he said that he wanted to give his to Heather um, for at least like having the idea to uh, cut that rope that Harold was attached to. And that's exactly what I wrote in my notes. I thought, um, one, not a ton of strategy going on in this episode, at least that we're shown. Um, And I thought that, yes, even though it didn't work the way she wanted it to, um, it was a good idea. Again, it's cheating, but apparently it's okay. We don't care about cheating. This universe does not care about cheating. No. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I thought, you know, it, it was probably the most strategic, like the best strategic 
thing that we saw in this episode. So that's why I wanted to give the Sheffy to Heather. Yeah. I'm going to throw a curveball out here. Uh, I'm going to give my Sheffy. Do you want to guess who I'm giving it to? Uh, a curveball. Who? No. Who is it? I'm giving it to Lindsay. She was determined to okay. win. She got okay. their tribe, their team six to four going into the merge. I think it's six to four. No, it's it's five to four, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, no. that's good. Six to four. I sorry. I never, yeah. I never am up to snuff on the numbers. Yeah, six to four going into the merge. I think she 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 won that challenge for them, and I think she needs to be celebrated for it. And after and redeeming herself after the last episode when she lost the challenge for them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, do you have your Chrissy ready or no? Do. Um. Well, kind of. I, I I put a question mark by this, so I can be swayed. But uh, I think I want to give it to Jeff because. So the last, um, in the last challenge, obviously like Harold loses, um, but like he was doing good and like really could have won that challenge. It was, it was closer, you know, and it was like extenuating circumstances. Um, but the, the middle challenge that, that Jeff loses, I think kind of like is the nail in the coffin and he loses it so badly because he's just standing up on the moves. Like, what are you doing? Why are we talking about? Why are we pulling our pants down and showing tattoos while we're staying on top of the moose that's about to buck us off? Yeah, so I also had one name on my list, and that name was Jeff. So uh, Jeff also is getting my Chrissy. Uh, we started off strong for Jeff, but Jeff has been tanking yeah. in the negative column lately between the two, especially in the LVPs. But uh, yeah, from where we started in Dodge Brawl to him getting that sleeper point to now uh, having three... Chrissy's um and only two Sheffies. Uh, it's not going good for Jeff. Yeah. Wow. Um but yeah, and then uh what about what about for the MVPs and LVPs? Do you have any top of mind for you? Yeah, so um for MVP, I wanted to give this one to Bridget. Um I know I mean it's really she didn't do anything spectacular, but I like that she I feel like Bridget usually gets kind of a purple edit and we don't see her very much. And so I, I like that we saw Bridget. She was integral in the subplot of the episode. Um, I think she's a fun character. And I think that she like, they could, they could have done more with her like throughout the whole season. Um, but I at least like that she's getting um, some screen time here and yeah. So I wanted to give it to Bridget. Yeah. I like that shout. I think Bridget only got one other mvp and that was for me in the very first premiere episode yeah. so uh time for some girl to get some loves for our girl yeah. to get some love i'm trying to think who am i gonna give my mvp to again this episode was not like super yeah. strong it's like anyone. everyone lvp <laughs> skip to everyone like i mean let me tell you what i'm thinking of Lindsay for winning dj mm-hmm. for getting a point i mean um, you know what i'm i think she disrespected herself but she got loved. Mm-hmm. That's so what Enrique I, said. Yeah, I, I feel gross rewarding Harold's bad behavior, but Lashana gets it. Yeah, you you reward Lashana's independent choices. True. Not Harold's influence on Lashana. Yeah, well, she did. She did individually go and kiss Harold, so I feel like mm-hmm. that was disrespectful to herself. But that's um, true. That's true. 
Yeah, and then LVP. Do you have yours ready, or yeah, I, I do. One? Okay, you know I do because it's Owen. Yep, I, I want to give it to Owen. Yeah, but yeah, like we said earlier, being so gross always, and then the comment about Lashana at the end, like I didn't, I I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I'm gonna circle back to my MVP because I think I'm actually gonna give it to Heather. Like, okay, like I I don't want to reward. Harold in any sense in this episode. And, and you know, Heather handled the whole situation very well. Yeah, she did. And she's like, I wasn't trying to show him that. It's just, it just happened. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, Heather gets my MVP uh, for this one. So, you gave it to Bridget okay. and Owen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did I give Jeff my strategy? Yeah, so I don't think I can double down. I don't want to double down, but um, it's very tempting to. I won't mm-hmm. lie. Can uh, I give you a, a person for consideration that I've just thought of if you aren't already considering? Is it Harold? No, it's Lashana. Because Lashana. I now I know this sounds like blasphemous to, to be considering her for an LVP. But like we said, she deserves much better. Um, however, more importantly, she then gets mad at Heather. At yeah. The and then Heather even explains... No, it it wasn't on purpose. She's like, it's just not a big deal. It was an accident. And I was like, oh, Lashana's going to be fine with it now. But no, she doubles down and is yeah. still mad at Heather. It's that thing where like she's mad at the woman when yeah. her man is over Harold. Yeah, over people. Harold. Yeah, so you make good points. I do think it's interesting that you're trying to get me the blame for giving No, Lashana no, no. I just, I literally, I just thought of it. Yeah. And I wanted to bring up her being, being mad at Heather. So you can give it to anyone else, but... Uh, I mean, I'm yeah, gonna give it to. I think I want to give it to Harold. Like, it's fair. I just, I, I don't remember. I mean, we give it to Ezekiel when he went home. So like, Harold just yeah. stressed me out. Like, Lashawn is up there, but like Harold, Harold, I don't want to give him any points. Uh, so Harold, uh, he was, he did get two from me this season and one from you in the positive category, but he is in second place right now, following Owen. Uh, for uh, LVP totals. Um, and then, meanwhile, in strategy, we have who's in last place? It was Courtney, uh, who has seven. Uh, the next person, I think, is Heather. And then, LVP, uh, Sheffy totals, who's leading the clubhouse? It is a tie between Courtney and Heather. Um, with, uh, I love that Courtney has the most in both. Good yeah, with Gwen, with Gwen in second with four. Uh, and then for the MVPs, who's leading the club? It is, uh, let's check, Lashana. Lashana's leading the club uh, after this episode with um, a couple people with three points behind her, including uh, Duncan, including uh, Jeff. Is it Jeff or Gwen? Gwen. Gwen. Who else? Uh, Trent and um, Harold. Ew. Okay, yeah, that needs know. to be changed. Uh, but yeah, that is that is our three episodes this week. Do you have any final thoughts on this episode before we do plugs and then spoilers? I no. I would like to send this episode off with no thoughts because it doesn't really deserve them. Yeah. Um. Just just to do some wrap up. Next time we will be talking about brunch of disgustiness and no pain no game with special guest Jay of the Pretty Little Liars Rewatch Podcast. Uh. So you can get your feedback in by tweeting at us. Uh, Autumn, any plugs from you, pop culture things? 
Uh, plugs from me. I uh, well, you can always you can still follow me on Twitter at Automatic Dub. Um, I recently uh, started writing about the WNBA, so you can uh, if you're into basketball, um, you can catch some of my writing over there. I'll probably I'll post it on on Twitter. Um, and uh, pop culture plug. Um, let's see. I uh, I've been watching The Circle. I don't remember what I plugged last time. I don't remember. But, uh, I've been watching The Circle. I love The Circle even when it's not the best. Um, so you love The Circle even when it's in the U.S. Right? Yeah, US because I've seen every I, I've seen every season of every U.K., Brazil, France, um, and uh, yeah, the U.S. Circle is not the best, but it's still Circle, and so I'm still having a decent time watching it. So uh, I think that there's some fun characters on this season. So yeah, that'd be my plug. Okay, well, Adam's telling everyone to watch The Circle. In terms of me, you can follow me at uh, what the Fleep on Twitter. Uh, that's where I'm at on all social media. In terms of the Brazilian Dragon podcast, Sundays we do Pretty Little Liars with Jay and Asia on the Dragon Babies and Two Can't Keep a Secret feed. Tuesdays we have our main Brazilian Dragon show if we have one. This week it was The Adventures of Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, the movie with Mark. Um, Autumn got a shout out in there. Um, oh, do I really? I I, yeah. I literally I started um, listening to it last night, but I didn't get very far in. You're good. It's fine. It just dropped. So, uh, but like, yeah, Mark, will now, Mark's though. a big fan of you, and I know uh, he he's like Autumn's a queen, and I agree wholeheartedly. Wow, wow. So, yeah. Well, we we love Mark. Mark Mark is great. Mark has become my my buddy on Twitter. Oh, we love that for you too. Um, but yeah, so uh, and then uh, also uh, Tuesdays we get the. Uh, Gravity Bros podcast on the Dragon Babies feed and the Gravity Bros feed, uh, Gravity Falls Rewatch podcast, and then Thursdays we can get We Want to Be Famous in both the individual feed and the main Brazilian Dragon feed, and uh, yeah, next week we'll have the great Jay Manji on uh, to talk about the merge, and uh, yeah, in terms of pop culture plugs, I mean, Better Call Saul finished the first half of the season last night, I have to watch that episode still, and then tonight, This Is Us ends, so... Oh, uh, have you are you have you been watching This Is Us the whole time? No, I got in late and then uh, like little binge episodes at a time. So uh-huh. yeah, so yeah, but This Is Us ends tonight. So uh, get your tissues ready because I've never seen it, but people love I enjoy it. it. Yeah, people that like it they they ride hard for it. We ride hard for Randall and Beth <laughs> specifically. Beth, Beth is a queen. Um, which one is Beth? Which act? Actress uh, Susan Kelly Watson. Uh, Susan Kelly Watson. Sorry, that was a mouthful. She's she's hilarious. She's the best. And uh, she's Sterling's wife. Sterling K. Brown. Oh, wife. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I was like, I thought you're. I thought you're gonna say like one of the like main family members. I think that no. they are. But that's okay. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Mandy Moore is also a queen. Like mm. she, if she and Ray Seahorn are not nominated for Emmys, I'm a rage. I like mm. those <laughs> two specifically, especially after this year. Um, but yeah. Uh, those are my pop culture plugs. Uh, should we get into some spoilers? I'm ready. Yes. So, uh, spoiler alert in three, two, one. I almost, uh, did it early, but Gwen, Heather, Owen, and Duncan are in the tree and it's like Gwen, Heather, and Owen are the final three. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that there was like, um, not a lot of like, 
overt spoiler content necessarily in these episodes, but also yeah. probably that's because there's not a lot of content in these episodes, period. Uh, but I um, I think that what Enrique was talking about is interesting about the, the votes and like the voting process, which we definitely discussed before. Yeah, so from my recollection in the Eva episode, they all vote for Heather and she has invincibility of some sort. So uh, like, I feel like they put her photos in the bin, but I'm not positive. Yeah, and I has devil remember. horns on her. Mm, mm. And I don't remember it well enough to to say what I mean. We'll get there, um, but I do think it like earlier in this ep- or in the season was there a time when they when they gave verbal votes? Right? Is that did I we know they voted that? for Cody and Beth like in the diary room style, like uh, Cody. Like yeah, but it was. I was like unsure if that was just confessionals, like about why. Oh, they like voted. them just saying who they're going to vote for. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Rather than like I vote to evict like a vote like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I can't really think of any other spoilers from yeah. this. Like um kind of like, weird too, like Owen is not very featured in these episodes. Yeah, and when he does, he just gets your LVP. Yeah, I mean yeah. as he should, but yeah. you know, in other episodes, like especially if we're looking at a whole like three episode arc. He, he'll have, like, pretty big moments, and he doesn't really have anything. Yeah, he's kind of uh, absent lately. Uh, maybe I'll change in the individual game. Which I prefer. For getting, you him. excited for Eva to come back next week? I am, yeah. yeah. And Izzy, but, too, our girl. I know, I'm, that's why I'm more excited for Izzy. But, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. very, I'm very, look, I'm looking forward to that. But that's what we're up to next week. Uh, any final thoughts or nah? I don't think so. I think we covered yeah. it. It was so fun to have a guest. Yes, and we'll be back next time with another guest. And I'm excited. Yeah, we got about lots that. of guests lined up. Yeah. Um, but do we have a hashtag for this episode? Oh, a hashtag. Hashtag Goofy Movie Pizza. That's it. Leaning Tower of yeah. Cheesa. Leaning Tower of Cheesa. That's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got to We that's. I gotta watch that movie again. For sure. Yeah. I know that's a banger. Of a so movie. good. Even just yeah, with the songs. Exactly. Yeah. But. Until next time, everyone. Uh, oh, uh, we got no. What's the what's the plan? <laughs> uh, well, uh, enjoy your marshmallows, everyone. We'll be back next time. Bye. Bye. Your mom and dad are-